you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the holy nun fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dody fayade on tonight's show an m wins a trans wins oh my we'll check out the blc leaderboard then it's part three of je's casting couch disney edition then we'll take it out to tory pines give you our shit picks little of this little of that hey john Hello, words. Hey, how you doing? I don't, I don't know if any of those are Disney movies, but you know, they're they're, they're kid movies. They're all Disney, <laughs> are they? Yeah, I don't, I don't think the one we're doing today is, and I know that little or that little big league isn't. <laughs> so it's not like it matters, but no, no, obviously, prick, obviously uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Anyways. More importantly, Nick Dunlap. I always thought it was Scott Dunlap's son. You remember Scott Dunlap from back in the day? He was there with like Lauren Roberts, Rod Pampling, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was related to him. I always thought that Scott Dunlap like was in the golfing industry, the club making industries, Dunlap golf. Maybe that maybe that's why Nick Dunlap's so goddamn good. Yeah, maybe. Well, he played pretty well, didn't he? You know, this kind of thing it seems like Michael Thorborenson was like the last amateur to play well recently and not get it done. But this kid shoots 60 on Saturday to basically take a four-shot lead. Was it Was it four shots heading into Sunday? Three. Pretty fucking impressive. Pretty sporty, but... And then what's really impressive is he held on on Sunday while playing with Sam Burns, six-time winner who is not a choker. He's been a killer uh, he when choked. he gets in that position. He did have a couple of bad holes at the very end. Yeah, it was a choke. And then JT, who also is like, what, 12 wins? Um, so he held us together against uh, two Ryder Cuppers, two superstars. So that was pretty impressive. And I would also say for the kid, it's got to feel, you know, you're you're sitting there with Justin Thomas, both obviously Alabama grads, and it's like there's got to be some sort of intimidation factor, I would think, that would set in. But it's like, okay, it's just – me against the course today, who's going to be better, I guess. And for the kid to, like, block that out and, and, and just get it done, that's as impressive as anything right there. Oh my God, JT's so fucking tiny in real life. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Hey, who's the fucking midget I'm playing with? Two of them. Um, is Sam Burns short? I don't know. But Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, it's pretty crazy to think that... You know, he he already withdrew this week, obviously. He's contemplating his future, uh, whether or not he wants to just kill himself. No. What's left <laughs> to think about? The the best thing that happened with the whole, you know, elevated events now, whatnot, and with the wins, he's now exempt into every single one of those elevated events. There's no cut involved. <laughs> you know, last place gets like 40 grand. 
So isn't it called like, is it called like the Aeon 5 now? Is that what they call the signature events? I saw, I was reading something. I was like, what the fuck is this? That makes sense that they would sell, sell the name, but there's a lot more than five of them, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, hold on. I'm going to do some quick research on this. He can still play in the Masters even if he does turn pro, which is huge. That used to kind of not be a deal. No, so he's technically in. As the U.S. Amateur Champion, he was already in several. You know, he was in. Like, I I read something that if he turns pro, he loses his exemption into the uh, British Open, which doesn't make much sense. He's currently in for winning the U.S. Open or U.S. Am. Right. So that's the only thing he would be, get in. But you know what? Obviously, what the other thing is, there's another tour that he could go play for, right? Well, his fucking agent represents Bryson. He represents uh, several of the live guys. He already has an agent? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you can do that now. So, yeah, the guy that represents him or the firm that represents him represents a lot of the live guys. So well, that, that be might be the, what he's mulling right there. Painfully ironic <clears throat> because with the live system, there's no way that a story like that could ever happen. Yeah, correct. The other but, thing, hey, you could watch a bunch of old fucking Henrik Stinson's beating the ball around, eh, Babo? Yeah. Um, the Aeon Swing 5 is one of the ways players can earn spots into signature events. A top, The top five point earners between signature stretches get spots into the next signature event. Okay. So that just means, I guess, this tournament was, I don't know, whatever. That's stupid. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, so apparently Nick Dunlop is weighing his future, and, and from what I understand, that might be what he's weighing. It's not whether or not he's going back to school. It's whether or not he's jumping to live versus PGA, which, you know, we talked about this last week. What is the market for a Wyndham Clark? What is the market for a fucking Nick Dunlap? Yes, potential b- bigger future, maybe. Wyndham Clark has won a major, but this kid is is like the next can't-miss guy. Like, he's been anointed that already. Like, his, his teammates at Alabama have called him a top 50 player in the world. He actually made the biggest jump in world golf ranking history this week. He's number 68 in the world now, which, you know, playing like one pro event is pretty crazy because mostly the guys that you find on those rankings are pros, right? Yeah. So well, the answer to the question is there there is no fucking market for him. Period. Yeah, yeah. Now whatever there whatever Greg, his, his holiness your the, boy Greg the Dalai Lama who's running that thing who just got, you know, sued for 75 million for trying to kidnap someone's family, whatever. Whatever. I, I miss that. Plotting whatever they want to pay for him, you know, it, it's I, I see it bringing zero more viewers to live outside of the Alabama golf team. Because I think if Liv has proved anything, it's that no one cares enough about any of these fucks to really watch these guys. It's all about the legacy tournaments and the majors. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's like if he if he just plays those events, like that's enough of a that's enough. Like you said, there's no cut. Last place gets paid. Like, he could just play in those events and make a damn good living. But obviously, he's prone, uh, proven that he can play with anybody. Yeah. Shakara, I could see why he would go to live because there's he has no tour. He had no tour. He didn't have corn fairy status. He had no status. So, like, for him to sign a contract to go play with live where you, you know, no cut, guaranteed money every single time you play, for Nick Donlap, I, I don't get it. I would not understand it myself. Yeah. I think it's pretty crazy when you sit back and think not only did he outlast, I mean, Scotty Scheffler, still number one player in the world, but that field that he beat at the American Express and for him to do it, holding a lead, sleeping on the lead, fucking incredible, playing in the final group with the two guys you just talked about. Did you watch any on Sunday? Uh, 
no words. I was watching football. Yeah, I did watch. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty pretty fascinating because he was getting a little loose. I mean, you could tell he was nervous, but the dude was just fucking ice when he was had the putter in his hand. I mean, I'm not sure he missed one inside of ten feet. Um, he had to get an up and down on the 18th. I don't know if you saw, but it was definitely. On the outside of four feet mark, I saw the putty made. Yeah, that looked like it was about the chip seven. Was, it was a downhill chip, like um, on the. I mean, he had a lot of green to work with, but it was not the easiest of chips. Uh, he had one really bad hole, and I, 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 he doubled it, and it was a tee shot, and he had an iron off the tee, and I mean, John, he hit it forty yards into the lake, like it was like, oh no, is this gonna just gonna all come unraveled? That was like on hole six or so, right? Yes, and you know, and I think. Burns birdied, so like they were tied pretty much after that all day, um, and he held his own. And then obviously on seventeen, Sam Burns had the lead, and I don't want to say choke, yeah, but so it's a pretty bad choke. It was, seven, it, it was a flare. It was a flare, flary. Yeah, and then you know on eighteen, he he had to force the issue and try to he hugged the water line, hugged the water to try to you know get it to where he could put himself in birdie position and uh, put it in the water again for another double. Glad I didn't have him my DraftKings. That was uh, that would have been real painful. I did have fucking Patrick Cantley, and he's dead to me. You and Ev f- officially have sh- uh, you got your yeah. handshake emoji to Ev right now, right? Every time. I'm still gonna probably pick Cantley a couple more times, but he's still a loser. What? Hey, what about this week? It turns out that JT Post and your pick, who I, the obvious easy pick, was the right one. Well, he had the a loser fucking, pick. He had a shitty uh, final round. He plummeted. Uh, he was in contention most of the um, Sunday, and boy, did he he kind of choke down the stretch. Let's see, JT Poston ended up t eleven, but he finished. Uh, eh, I guess he went bogey free, but he just won under on the back nine. So eight pars, one birdie. That's not going to get it done at a place like that. No. Um. But yeah, words. I I had to. It's crazy to me that. The, the real big winner here, aside from Nick Dunlap changing his life, Christian Bazudentout, he gets the winner's check <laughs> for getting second. <laughs> How about that? 1.5. Yeah, that is, uh, he owes old Nicky Dunlap a few dinners. Dinner, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the, the, what I was saying about Nick Dunlap, like his accomplishments, I heard the Alabama golf coach, obviously that's where he plays, and the Alabama golf coach, you know, said, I don't want to put any pressure on the kid by saying the name's Tiger or Jack, but like... This kid is the, the the one kid I've seen. He's won once, and he's won as an amateur. That's it. But he was like, that. Th- this guy, this kid is like, that was thoughts in my head that this kid could be a Tiger or Jack. Like, this kid is the most talented kid I've I've ever dealt with, basically. Well, they interviewed his dad, and they're like, hey, so when did you know that your son, like, had a chance? Oh, I don't know. When he was 12, he shot a 59, so I thought he might have, he might have a little, might yeah. have a little game. Zip. Birmingham Golf Association event. He won that event by 13 strokes. Um, when he was 14, he shot a final round 66 to win the 14-18 age of the Alabama Boys State Junior Championship by five shots. I mean, it's the whole deal. Like um, only, only players, or only Monday only qualified Tiger who has oh, yeah. Monday qualified at 17 by shooting 62 in a Monday qualifier for a Corn Ferry event. I mean, the kid has done things that. Other people have not done in golf. He's the only guy to to win them both besides Tiger. Like you said, Junior and Am. Tiger did do those three times each. But this kid's in rare air and go pro. Screw your screw your teammates at Alabama. They'll understand. Send them all a Rolex. 
Yeah, they got some other fucking really good college players on the team, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I mean, he withdrew. I heard Robert Dameron on the radio talking shit about him withdrawing. It's like, you win it. That's what comes with it. I mean, you, you have obligations when you win. Well, sorry, Robert Dameron. The kid won for the first time in 32 years, like for an amateur to win. That And things have changed a lot. So yes, appreciate giving the kid a week before he decides he's going to tee it up at Pebble because he's in and you're not. Yeah, I don't, who, fuck. I don't know who that is. He played on tour. It's not my man Robert Gomez who uh, got drunk and was grabbing ass at the pool that one day at, ba- at Bay, Bay Hill. Hill. <laughs> yeah. The guy that won at Bay Hill and yeah. just didn't leave. Wait, we got a hold of him. We, we can't sell that story for another three weeks. Yeah, Four yeah. weeks. I know. We talked about it. You know, we talked about it before, though. Um, Pretty crazy, man. Well, Guts, do you want to talk about the other big win this weekend for Haley... Uh, I forget her last name. Do you have it? I do. <laughs> Davidson. Haley Davidson. Haley Davidson. Surely his name was Hal because he, she still looks like a Hal. Oh, um, well, words. Haley has been uh, undergoing um, hormone transition surgery. Th- yeah, she yeah, well, therapy. has tits, um, but definitely been going through like you know they. I guess they they take down your levels of testosterone. Is that like testosterone? Th- therapy or something i don't know she still takes a pretty beastly move at it obviously <laughs> she was just overpowering the golf course she's the smoothie king <laughs> she had a nice swing incredible bone <laughs> density nxxt women's classic yeah where did she play golf when he was a he um somewhere somewhere she is ugly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah who would you rather bang the trans or the am <laughs> I'd go with Nick Dunlap. Yeah. <laughs> Get more out of it. You're like, I listen, I won't tell if you just give me some money. Um Yeah, I guess this yeah, she must have received hormone therapy for one year and maintained testosterone levels in a verifiable manner sufficient to minimize or negate gender related advantages in sport comp- competitions. Yeah. So, I'm still oh. waiting for common sense to take over on this one. We'll just see when it happens. I guess not. I guess it might never. Well, here's the thing. So this saw that field hockey girl just get all of her fucking teeth knocked out by that six two, quote unquote girl. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that one. Oh fuck. <laughs> it was a college game. Field hockey. You know the girls. They just wear. They protect their uh-huh, eyes because uh-huh. you know most girls can't get the ball four inches off the ground. Uh-huh. And this dudette. Just absolutely fucking rails one right into this girl's mouth. She's spitting teeth out. It's bad. Really? Oh, yeah. A ball? Yeah. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say like a shoulder. No, it's those field hockey balls that are hard as pool balls. So Hard uh, as these balls. That's pretty crazy. I know somebody who got their face broken, like orbital bone shattered with a with a field hockey stick. Um, was it Maggie? No, but it was one of her teammates. Did who's married? To, who's married to a, a guy who's from Oklahoma City? Is he transing? No, no, he's not. Okay, um, but that would be incredibly cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. And she, the sick thing is, she's staying with him. <laughs> really bring it full circle. Yeah. Uh, the, here's the here's the the biggest biggest part of the whole uh, why Haley is able to play. She must have undergone gender af- affirming surgery. So. They cut his dick off, or they cut her dick off. If you see the meme where it's like, everybody, all the haters out there can suck my dick. Well, you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> that's that's it. So, yeah. 
Words. He took my idea. I just wasn't going to chop my dick off. <laughs> I was going to, I was waiting for you to say it. There's still, there's no way that I. You could hang. No, 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 I mean, close. This tournament was a little different. You see, it was a three round tournament. You shot four over. <laughs> Maybe on my best days. You string together three days. Well, like you're that. playing from the white tees yeah. also. Ooh, there we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Well, congrats to both of them, right? Mm hmm. Okay, cool. Well, Johnny, uh, should we settle into your Hollywood casting couch for the big reveal of week three? Sure, we're another Disney movie. Um, so one, you know, obviously the casting couch. I didn't. I don't think anyone really died or anything. Um, so no, someone did die this week. Who died? You, you start your deal, okay. and I'll uh, I'll figure it out. Okay, so uh, going along with the theme of movies. A classic that fell just one year after the last two we reviewed. So I uh, didn't want to jump right into the Sandlot since we'd already talked about Little Big League and uh, Rookie of the Year prior. So we're talking Little Giants, which is a classic movie, obviously. Um, Rick Moranis. Uh, we got uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, Rick Moranis. They play the brothers um, Danny and uh, Kevin O'Shea. Kevin O'Shea, of course, was the Heisman Trophy winner there from Urbania, uh, Illinois, maybe? Um, but anyways, what I took away from this movie, and I didn't rewatch this, but all I could think about was just the level of horniness throughout this movie is insane. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Um, first of all, um, there's a random single mother, you know, the mother of Junior Floyd, the, the quarterback that gets spotted throwing toilet paper rolls at the local grocery store. Mm-hmm. His mom is just horny for uh, Rick Moranis' character, uh, Danny O'Shea. Um, who's the little brother of Kevin. And so Danny's kind of the nerd. He runs like the, the what, the car shop or something? He, he runs like a... Uh, yeah, the auto shop, and his brother runs the dealership. The dealership, exactly. And so that's the other fucked up thing. You know, they end up playing this game of, with a bunch of like 10-year-olds, and they bet their businesses online. We're talking like a multi-million dollar like kind of bet here that could jeopardize the lives of a lot of people, and they're putting it all on the backs of these 10-year-olds. So talk about fucked... But let's get back to the horny mom. Um, <laughs> Junior Floyd's mom, I don't know what her name was, but uh, she really had the hots for the nerdy, you know, character, uh, I guess. Is that Devin Sawa? <laughs> That's, yeah, Junior Floyd, yes, is, is Devin Sawa. Um, Devin. But yeah, she's like trying to corner <laughs> corner Rick Moranis' character into like dinner and like, hey, why don't you bring the icebox over and the kids can go play in the backyard while we while we get it on. Fucking the hot tub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, it's bullshit. You know, you you line these kids up. They 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 open the movie with a with a tryout and you line these kids up in a line and I could fucking pick the team for you. Like every fucking loser didn't make the team. Like the fat the fat kids, like Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so the other fucked up part of this is that, you know, they, they have to have cheerleaders. So um, towards the, the, you know, middle of the movie, the cheerleaders are all practicing. And um, I believe the girl's name, I, I don't remember what her name is, but it was like Rick, uh, Ed O'Neill's daughter. And she is a cheerleader and she's hot. And <laughs> basically, I think Junior. So hot. Becky, the icebox O'Shea thinks that Junior likes likes her because she's like a girly girl and so she's like tormented with the should i be a a girl or should i be like the badass boy because the icebox is the only one with any talent on the team but her husband or uh, her uncle kevin didn't pick her for the team because she's a girl you know and they they it's like i don't blame you you know here in like three years the she's gonna 
be like the girl you just talked about and getting hit in the face by one of these guys that develops like Spike, um, who is also inter, uh, introduced later. Um, in, in words, Spike's dad is like the typical uh, football junkie dad, you know? Remember? Yeah, yeah. All I remember from that is like he used to squeeze his wife's breast milk on his <laughs> kid's calves when they were his baby. And at night, yeah, massages, <laughs> smartest calves, squirtest, feed him hot breast milk. <laughs> What's also weird is Rick Moranis, is, there's another dead wife at play here. Yeah. So Rick Moranis obviously. Axed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely a dead wife at play. We don't know what happened to... Uh, <laughs> it's like, I want to fuck this quarterback mom. <laughs> yeah. So he gets lucky and signs, you know, Junior Floyd to his team with the sole, sole, like, purpose of fucking his mom. <laughs> yeah. Be friend boy, fuck mom. There you go. This that case, big thing. sign him on your team oh, and try to fuck his mom. Oh, he can throw a football. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, bonus. Yeah. Not to mention, you got the guys he's throwing to. Like, you got Hot Hands Hanan, who who sucked, clearly. He, hey, he would have made the team in real life, though, let's be real. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. He's fast. Yeah. Now, Tad, the little pussy, you know, he's the one that, like, runs around in circles. He's like, blow the whistle! <laughs> um, but, yeah, other than that, uh, that was... Oh, he's a... They call him a poor runner. Um, one of the things that sticks out from this movie is, is my favorite quote. When they do the whole one time, it's the... Uh, it's like the pump-up speech in the locker room at halftime when they're just getting drilled by the Cowboys in the championship or the peewee game that they're betting their multi-million dollar businesses on. Yes. And it's whenever... One time, I did a I did a flip off the high dive, and my brother chickened out. Wow, Roger chickened out. He's a Marine. <laughs> um, yeah, and then basically they all have one time. Like, uh, Kevin beat... Uh, or Danny beat Kevin down Cherry Hill, and so like that inspired the kids to all share their story of what you they did one time. Kevin, one time my mom was gone for five minutes, and I was able to rub one out before she got back. <laughs> one time, <laughs> no one said that. That's what I would have said. Um, so, anyways, long story short, uh, Becky decides. Mom, how long exactly are you going to be gone for? <laughs> yeah. Becky ends up, uh, you know, she she quits the football team right leading up to the game. And shows up to the locker room in the cheerleading outfit. And he's like, just so you know, guys, wanted to let you know I'm really rooting for you. And it's like, one, how does the fucking captain of the team quit the day of the game? Like a fucking, I mean, what a shitty fucking teammate. All it takes is a spear tackle, helmet to like liver shot from Spike onto Junior Floyd. Injures him. They're without a quarterback. So what does Becky do? She goes and grabs the fucking pads and, and the helmet, throws them on. And she walks out of the tunnel, and, and uh, Spike's dad goes, Hey, what's that cheerleader doing out here? And Kevin O'Shea goes, That's no cheerleader. That's my niece, Becky. And she's pissed. And then she just goes on and has, like, 12 tackles and, like, rushes for, like, 200 yards. They end up winning the game on the annexation of Puerto Rico at the very end of the game. And then all the Cowboys become good sports and, like, clap them on and stuff. And then... Danny O'Shea gets to fuck Junior's mom. She rushes on the field and kisses him. And then, uh, oh, that's the other good part. <laughs> Whenever Junior gets hurt. Junior he, uh, impregnates Icebox <laughs> and then Danny O'Shea impregnates his mom. How about that? So Danny, For the sequel, right? <laughs> Danny goes, Danny goes, hey, Becky, get out there. Go get him out there. And he goes, Call she me Icebox. Put, puts on the eyebox. Call me Icebox. And then. Junior goes, go get him out there, Icebox. And she looks uh, at him and goes, call me Becky. Oh, call, me, call me Becky. And then does, does like the gesture with like the dick in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically, 
Little Giants 2. They have a uh, Junior Floyd's mom and Danny uh, O'Shea have a kid. <laughs> Icebox gets knocked up in high school. And then Junior actually also ends up knocking up Kevin O'Shea's daughter. So he gets both the O'Shea's pregnant in high school at the same time. And then he has to try to go play college football um, with two kids and two babies' mamas. And that's the plot of Little Giants 2. Uh, well done, John. Yeah, I threw that together in the last five minutes, clearly. Good stuff. Oh, and R.I.P. John Madden, his fat ass uh, gets off the bus with all those, you know, stars for a little yeah, bit. LT. And don't smoke crack. <laughs> he says that in this movie, doesn't no, he? No, that's a different movie. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah. It's true, though. Yes. Anyways, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, uh, yeah, instead of instead of giving the car dealership to his brother like he fairly won in the in the bet, all he has him do is change the fucking water tower to instead of home of Kevin O'Shea, it's home of the O'Shea brothers, and that's how the movie ends. That's nice. Brothers got to come together. Hey, speaking of other brothers, it's other brothers' forty first birthday today. Oh, nice today. Today, I'm pretty sure that you and I spent his thirty ninth with them. And that was when you helped carry me into my own house on like a Wednesday night. <laughs> Remember that? No. <laughs> was that the we went to hop, night? We went to Hopscotch. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. John, that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was incredible. You were sitting right between us and you were just fine, fine, fine and dandy. And then all of a sudden, head meets bar. And I was like, oh my God, if he wasn't wearing a hat, he would have knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. No, that might have even just been last year. <laughs> No, I think it was two years. It was two ago. years ago. Yeah, it was. It was like it was a month a, prior. It fucking. It was four years ago. No way. Yeah, that long COVID. ago. I just remember all the COVID plastic shit everywhere. No, because COVID would have come in twenty twenty. Come. You know, after twenty twenty one. Okay, so, three years. Wow. So it would have been his thirty eighth birthday. That'll be me here in about <laughs> two months. Time flies when you're. Turning Disney movies into pornos, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. All um, right. Well. You guys got any plans for his birthday, by the way? We're going to go to dinner tomorrow night. No, where, where are you going? Got I mean, room for one more? Ranch. Ooh. What's up, Chef? Is, uh, is dad, is is uh, Amarilla Slim, Slim Pickens, is he buying? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked. I'm in. Hey, wait. <laughs> hey, you guys want to go to dinner for your brother's birthday? Well, I mean, hold on. Are you buying? Are you, you going to pay for it? Are you buying? Dad? Pull my brother-in-law and just order the most expensive thing on the menu. Well, yeah. I'll have that. No, just get two of them and wrap one of them up already. Thanks. I actually heard a funny story. Welcome back, obviously, Gary Woodland. We didn't. I didn't tell the story um, when he first came back at the Sony, but um, I heard a story that Colt told about how they all went to dinner one night, and Colt owed G Gary dinner because he'd done something for him. And literally all Gary said was, the waiter comes over. He's like, um, would you like to hear our specials? And he's like, Actually, no. What's the most expensive thing on the menu? And he's like, you don't even have to tell me. I'll have that. And he just ordered that. That's how he ordered Because he was like, fuck you. Fuck you, Colt. Yeah. So pretty funny. Gary, Gary seems like a character. Hey, I don't know. Did he make the cut last week? I don't. I don't think so, man. I think I think old Gary is is just getting his feet wet. Let's see. You know who didn't was Michael Block. Yeah, he did a little digging in that uh, sand trap you were in. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. 
Um, I don't see Gary. I don't see Gary. Did Gary play last week? Oh, here's who died. Pawn Star Pawn Stars Rick Harrison's son Adam dead at thirty nine after an overdose. <laughs> Fentanyl. Yeah, I heard he was blaming uh the dad was blaming uh the border crisis for yeah. why his son died. Yeah, makes- that's why my son was doing yak. Fentanyl, but yes. Well, I just assumed it was laced in the gak he was doing. Uh, sooner legend Larry Merchant recovering at home after being hospitalized with vertigo. Get get better soon, Larry. Sooner? Yeah, he went to OU. Did he really? Yeah. The fucking boxing guy? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. I just thought he was like, it's kind of like Lee Corso when he's on TV. He looks awfully strokey. Well, you want to go over the leaderboard? Sure, sure. So, of course, with no one, um, one, no one picking Nick Dunlap, because if you did, you would have gotten zero dollars anyways. But of all people words, there was one person who picked Charlie, uh, Charlie, Christian Bazudentout. One person. Can you believe that? Um, yes, I can. I'm surprised one person even had him. But that person ends up winning, edges out uh, by $300,000, a little less than that. J Smitty 8, a.k.a. Jim Smith, um, who I believe has been playing the league a couple years now, he ends up winning $1.74 million. He had Taylor Montgomery and JT Poston. So he and I, we had the same picks, except he picked the fucking winner, and my other guy sucked dick. Um, we had a outright second place out of bounds, which is Matt Savely. That's got to be my man Gabe Savely's brother. In third place, Mulligan Mastro. Maestro, that's Ben Palazzolo, who's, I believe, in his first year in the league. In fourth place, my guy, my best my best bud from down in Dallas, T. Boone Pickham, Matt Carter. He had uh, Burns, Poston, and Thomas. Last person who's, who made over a million dollars, Stingers, which is Cole Adkins. In sixth place outright, just under a million, 992,000. That son of a bitch, Dallas Daryl. Uh, Daryl Smith, or no, that's... Dallas Daryl is Carl's bad D, or Carl's bad D is Daryl Smith. Uh, two-way tie for seventh, grip it and rip it. That's J.W. Fleming, our guy. Also there, another one of our boys' words, Bogey Lowenstein, Brian Lowry. Uh, both those guys had $946,000. And then a four-way tie for ninth to round it out. B. Muda? Muda? B. Muda. I don't know. Um, that's uh, Ronald Connor. Giddy up, Justin Lane, who was a week late, by the way. Congrats on your top 10, JL. Dr. Sketch, Brooks Perry from last year, and the Rescue Squad, my man Bill Payne, who is the brother of last year's champion, Bird Payne. So congrats to those guys. Words, I finished tied for 142nd. You were tied for 222nd. So I made 940,000, or 294,000. You made 118,000. So. Bullshit, man. I mean, hmm. Um, as far as the overall standings are concerned, words, we got a new number one. Let's get snutty. Alan Donato overtakes Rand Oliver and holds a slim $81,000 lead. In third place, Francis Poncherello, Rick Lemming. He's only $1.1 million back. Right behind him, throwing sharts, Scott Hartman. Up one spot to number five, the beta soy boys, Walker Milligan. This guy lives inside the top ten. Also, a guy that lives inside the top 10, down two spots, number six, the Onion Burger, Keller Flinton. Right behind them, Dream Aces, Kelby Long. 
In eighth place, G Money Gabriel Gray at three point five million. Just below him, Matthew Athey, which is Weiger Tuds. I like that name. In ninth place, and down one spot, rounding out the top ten, the Selman Bros. My guy Greg Brown at three point nine eight million dollars. Words. Hey, we're coming up on a decent purse this week. We got a signature event next week. Things are going to look a lot different over the next couple of weeks on the overall standings. Mm. And Jay Smitty, with his win, by the way, moved up to number eleven, up ninety six spots after that after that win. So, yeah, and I just asked C Rob to give me the updated list because he won two hundred dollars for the skin. Oh, Jay Smitty, yes, he sure yeah, did. So, need, congrats. Need to pay him. Add a baby. Words. Uh, we gone back through three weeks. I win, you win, I win. So I am back on top with a narrow seven um, digit. I, I'm I'm seven spots ahead of you. I'm beating you by a mere um, eighty thousand dollars. So okay, neck and neck, bitchy, bitchy. But even more promising. Whereas just remember, like when you'd see how far out from the first place you are, we're only three point one million outside of the you know first. Hey. Like, I go one, two, three this week, and maybe they'll forget their picks. Back-to-back winners, and he misses <laughs> his cuts. Like, two weeks in a row, we're there. We're there. Exactly. Okay, yes. Lots, lots of money still out there, so no one needs to get on su- Murder Suey Watch yet. Even me. Even me after last week's absolute debacle. I take a top five player in the world, Patrick Cantley, and what do I get for it? Not a goddamn thing. More like Patrick can't play. Can't lay. All right, Johnny. Well, do you want to take it out to San Diego, home of the whale vaginas? Yes. Uh, so words, they do, I believe, first round, you know, it's a, it's a toss-up. North, north course, south course, and then the weekend is all played at the south, south, which yeah. is where, of course, Tiger outlasted Rocco Media. The most recent uh, major champion there, John Rahm, he won uh, the 2021 U.S. Open there. And there's a home game for several guys here. The tournament favorite right now on paper, Xander Schauffele from right down the road. Never won here, which is kind of crazy, but he always seems to find find it here, of course. Um, a lot of California guys that play well here. Defending champ, Max Homa. Yep, he's from down the road in Valencia. He and his caddy, Joe Griner, both. Another Cal guy, Michael Kim, went to Torrey Pines High School, I think. Oh, God, words. Michael Kim, he was on with Colt today. Was he? Cheeky pick. He finished uh, T6 last week. Um so yeah, his he, first top two of the year. Yeah. So he's a really good follow on Twitter, by the way. Yes, he is. He's a very informative guy. That's for sure. Um, all right, words. So featured groups. Uh, there's some good players in this field. Uh, a lot of guys getting a tune up before the um, tournament next week up the up the coast there at uh, Pebble Beach, which again we'll, we'll mention next week. But you know, words and I might be there here in a few months. But anyways, the first featured group. Which, by the way, guys, this tournament, you're, you're hearing this on Wednesday because this tournament starts a day early. Um, obviously, we got the NFC and AFC championships on Sunday, and CBS doesn't want to compete with that. So, featured group one is Tony Finau playing with the defending champion Max Homa and the local flavor Stefan Sun, Xander, X-Man, Shafle. Ooh. Did you do it? John, did you do it? I have already picked Xander once this year. I'm not going to burn my second one already. Um, and really? I la- Who cares? He's a loser. I laid off Max as well. Words. Uh, I laid off Max too. But Tony Tony just hasn't seemed to have found that groove yet. You know, He's kind of had some inconsistent run of golf in the last stretch um, 
Obviously, a place like this would set up great for him. It is flooding in. It, it rained like four to like four inches in San Diego last night. It's going to play long. It's going to be soft. So obviously, it's seventy seven hundred yards. I think is what the South Course plays. Yes, it's going to be a fucking long day. And obviously, a guy like Tony Finau on paper would be a great pick here. Yes, but you need. I don't like. You it. need a bomber off the tee. Someone who's really good with their long irons. And as you said, a California kid who knows how to putt on these Poana greens. First first time we're going to be on the Poana this year. And that's that really splotchy greens and, you know, the different types of grass on it grow at different levels. Some of them sprout up a little bit. And so at the end of the day, it gets real crusty and bumpy. Hey, which do you prefer words? I know that you like to say Poana, but do you like to say Poana or Kukuya more? It's a Kukuya. <laughs> it's a Kukuya. Um... Would I be surprised if Max Homa defended his title? No, I wouldn't. No. But, I, I mean, Xander, it seems like it's Xander. It's rarely done nowadays. I know. Xander seems like he is trending, and there, there's a reason why he's projected where he is. You know, he finished two shots out of out of first last week. You know, only all he did was shoot 63-65 on the weekend last, last week. So um, I may implement a rule just to myself that I'm not taking anyone in the top four – maybe of the odds board, especially if they're a top 10 player in the world, if it's a bitchy purse. Hey, right. I, I, that's subject to change at any time, but I did not go with, I went with, you know, flashy names, but I, I didn't go with any of the chickity chalk. Well, I'll tell you, uh, just listen to our drunken show last year whenever Dr. Sketch was in third place and it was like, how are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? Man, just all I do is look at the odds board. I'm just... Pick who's favored to win. Yeah. And so it, it it actually probably does work, but not so far this year. Nobody had John, Yeah, long shots winning. And all no one that can drink anymore. Yeah. You got Chris Kirk, Grayson Murray, and the kid. Twenty year old. A twenty year old. Yeah. So the three on paper, I'm sure the kid got wasted. And but, he caught. Uh but yeah, I mean it's <laughs> on paper, I'm sure the kid got wasted. Yes. <laughs> well, on, on paper, the kid can't drink. He's 20. But in Alabama, I bet you he got on a fucking private plane back to Alabama, and they got fucked up. Um, anyways, words. Next featured group. This is a good one, too. Three California kids. We got Colin Morikawa playing with Sahithigala, and your boy, UNF's boy collectively, handshake emoji, Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, fuck you, Cantlay. Um, I am going to pick him twice more, like I said, though. Uh, not today. Not now. I love Colin Morikawa this weekend. I'm not taking him. I'm going to go with the bomber who can chip, who's got a game a lot like Spieth. So let's hope it's that hot game we like from Mr. Sahith Thagala Blackbeard. Uh, I'm on him, too. Um, I, I think he'll be a popular pick. He finished sixth here last year. Um, He's got a fourth. I think six yeah no so he uh it's kind of crazy i don't i believe that this tournament dates back a long ways and i think there's only been two people who have won it in their debut by the way which fares well for a guy like sahith being that he's from the area and he's played here and he's played well so sorry um, ludwig yeah so i'm and that's that's a reason why you know he's in the next group but um we both are on sahith Thigala words um, now I will say Colin is another one that looks really good here. Similar, exact same thing to Xander. I've already picked Colin one time. I'm not going to burn another one in the bitchy purse like this. So, so this tournament is the hardest 
it ranks the hardest on tour putting inside of five feet. And that is one place I do not like seeing my boy Colin Morica if I'm picked, if I've picked him. Yeah. Those, you know, inside of between five and three feet. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, all right. So we're both on side. The next featured group words, we got the guy you just mentioned making his debut here, Ludwig Ober playing with It's Me, Justin Rose, and Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki, I, I trust Hideki like a whore in church. Wait, that does, that's not how that goes. It's like, oh, that's someone you can trust. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. She's repenting. Yes. She's there for a reason. Um, words. I was Hideki's all Hideki's game is gone. I was all over Rosie. I was all over Rosie. One here. He's won here before. Um, obviously, a year back, you know, next week will be a year since he won at Pebble. So it seems like this might be the time of year where he plays well. I switched off of him. Last minute switch. This is my one last minute switch that I could regret. But it's just one of those that he has not played great in the two starts he's had. So for me, that was what scared me off. Yes, he's had, you know, I think he shot 61 at the century or whatever it was. But other than that, like he was like T47 at the Sony. So yes, he could play well, but I don't know. I was talked out of it. So talked out of it by yourself? By myself, yes. Unfortunately. Okay, we might have three because I'm not on them either. Okay. And I think I know who you pivoted to. Someone else who has really good history here. Well, the next featured group, we've got uh, Ludwig. Hey, hold on oh, really yeah. quick. Back to Ludwig. I mean, probably the best driver of the golf ball in the world now. So, like, John Rahm out, Ludwig in. So, it's going to be really interesting to see what he does here. But, you know, I don't know if he's, like I said, put on Poana a lot mm-hmm. um, playing at Tech. I mean, I'm sure they came over for a few college tournaments. but. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I, I think I need a big, a big dick purse for old Ludie. Same, same. I mean, he was the one of the first guys that popped out to me. It's like, ah, this, this is a big boy course. This guy knows how to play big boy courses, but you know, reading the thing about the first time player in this tournament only winning it twice ever kind of scared me away from Ludwig, even yeah. though he is really good. So seeing little reasons not to take people is always kind of like, okay, look at it's easy. Yeah. Cross, yeah. It's easy to cross people off. Yes. So very well could be a, a, a tournament that he contends in. And I think that depending on how hard it's playing, like last year, I think Max's winning score was like 13 under, which is compared to some of the other co- this tournaments. Is the hardest yeah. test they've had all year. No yeah. doubt. The yeah. first slap in the face for the season. Yes. Um, all right, words. They're the final feature group. We've got your your guy, you, Keegan Bradley, <laughs> playing with my mate, Jason Day, and Min Woo Lee. <laughs> He's on my bench. He is my alternate. Uh, great spot for him, though. But, yeah. Um, you know, he had a few kind of loose iron shots on Sunday yeah. that I saw. I don't know what his history is here, honestly. Did he play here? He, oh, surely he did. Uh, Maybe I think, not. No, this is his debut. Okay, it that is was his debut. The other, that, that was the other thing. Yeah, because yeah, this is his first year with a bona fide card. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on J-Day. Yeah. Same. Chalk of the chalk. Um, he's made a career here, I believe. It was last year that I said, you know, if Jason Day plays bad, this was at Pebble. If Jason Day plays bad, I'm cursed. He played bad. At this point in time... Make no mis- no, no mis- mystery about it. No mistakes here. I fully intend on taking Jay Day this week and next week. <laughs> so I am rolling with my mate, Jason Day. That's for sure. 
That's so funny. Um, but I will say, uh, Minwoo Lee was was hard to not pick. And those guys talk about a comfortable pairing. You know, those guys are both technically Aussies, right? <laughs> even even though Minwoo Lee is originally from Korea, Korea? and his parents moved, it's to always good guests to go with Korea. No, when it, you're talking it is. About golf. It, it is so. Um, so yeah, so we're both on Jason Day. Jason Day has won here twice. I believe he would become only like the third player or second player even to win here more than twice, which obviously one of them is Tiger. Um, so, and it's a great tune-up for where he likes to play next week there at, at Pebble down the road. So um, Jason Day seems to know how to play on and putt on, on the Poa Green. So Absolutely. All right, words. So I plus he's your mite. So we're you bo- son of a bitch. You think you're gonna take him, and I'm not gonna tail that a little bit. We're both on Sahith. I'm the getting Gala the flavor too. Jason, Jason, Jason is Day. my guy. <laughs> you don't even fucking know Dash. I game with him all the time. My mate, uh, Dash. I, I'll see you. I got Fortnite. Think, I gotta think. Day is probably the most picked guy, but we'll see. So yeah. words uh, could you, be. I was thinking maybe Morikawa. If people are getting a little antsy to play someone big, did you say Minwoo Lee is on your bench? Yes. Okay. So I have Rosie on my bench, yep. and I switched him for the last person. So, are we going to have the same guy? That's the problem because depends on if you're playing your bastard stepbrother. We have the same three picks. God <laughs> damn it! Yeah, I'm going with Harris English. Um, that's who I switched. That's who I deviated from. Looks like I got the lead for another week. <laughs> hey, good luck, man. Hey, here, let's just do a truce. If we both win and there's no other unique lineups, we just split the cash. <laughs> we decided, to give, the, we decided yeah. to give the skin away. No carryover this week. <laughs> yeah, if the guys who tie reach out to us, I mean, that's always an option. Yeah. No. Uh, so Harris English, uh, obviously, he's had a great start to the year. Um, I think two top 10s, two top 15s to start the year. Um and then, obviously, in the U.S. Open that John Rahm won, Harris was was leading a lot of that tournament, and he played great then, and I see no reason why he won't do it again this week. So, Same. Okay. What's kind of crazy to me is, you know, they put out these bullshit uh, power rankings and stuff, and for a guy like Harris English to not even be listed on that out of 15 players was kind of surprising to me. But what a slap in the face. Well, where is he on the odds board? Let's I got it right here. Words. He is um, pretty far down, believe it or not. He is below Sep Straka and just ahead of Will Zalatoris. He sits at 40 to 1. So a guy like Jason Day is 25 to 1. I'll let you pivot off of Harris English for Sep Straka right now. No, I don't think so. Okay, then I will. Sep Straka is my fucking guy, John. <laughs> Um, the other guy that I really thought about taking that I thought I'd get some value on and a guy who played well, uh, last week and a guy we haven't talked about in a while, but sets up great for him. A long hitter. I like Keith Mitchell a lot this week and I really, I I was too scared to do it. And I think that he'd be a guy to keep your eye on for sure. Keith, don't call me Pete Mitchell. He had a pretty good showing at the Amex last weekend and he's definitely hits the long ball. Yes. Chips like shit. (laughs) <laughs> he's working with the short game chef is he mm-hmm. so words we're on the same three players this is fucking lame as shit Sahit Thigala Jason Day and my bastard brother Harris English so pathetic and obvious yeah I know <laughs> I know fuck 
Okay, so do we switch off of one or what? No. <laughs> They're like, man, they really do hate each other. Yeah. They refuse to even have the same lineups. No. I mean, I guess less stress this week, you know. Just if I do bad, you do bad, so it's fine. <laughs> if I do great, you do great. If we both if we win, if we just if we tie in first, I'll kill myself. <laughs> no. no, we split the money. We go buy we go buy 50 bucks each worth of burgers. <laughs> I don't know. Same three. Fuck. Well, it was a quicker one tonight. Yeah. It's because I botched the whole Little Giants thing. I just, oh, yeah, remember I saw this movie for the last time like 20 years ago. Here's how it goes. Everyone's horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's still, that, you caught me with that one. I mean, that was a, a real ear grabber. <laughs> yeah. And it's Tuesday. Yesterday it was like, oh, shit, words. We're going to have to do the show tomorrow, aren't we? And you're like, yeah, kind of have to. And I'm like, god oh, damn. Tuesday's got no feel. No. I basically thought about it all on my drive to and from Duncan. I'm like, okay, am I going to pick Rosie or, you know. And then I get home and I'm like, ah, I'm going with Harrison. You made the wrong choice. I will do it. That's who I'm cheering for this weekend now. It's Rosie. Rosie. I hope we finish. I hope all three of our guys missed the cut. Min Woo Lee wins by 15. <laughs> no, 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 I said Rosie. Oh, speaking of, I mean, we, we shit on Rory last week. All he does is turn around and win in Dubai for the fourth time. Yeah, he makes that course his bitch, doesn't he? Yes. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Who um, else played well that? Um, I mean, you know, he's playing against like civil servants and things <laughs> like that. No, that's not true. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about Ryan Fox from the Euro Tour this week because he's a bomber. Playing well, maybe. Thinking about maybe putting him in a DraftKings lineup. I netted $14 uh, this weekend, John. So, nice. I thought, you know, I'm a towel. Okay, here we go, words. Moronk. He finished second place. That's a guy that people are Adrian touting this week too. Yeah, Wait. the big, the big Dane, the six, the six foot eight Dane. Yeah, he can smoke it, and he's he's as hot as anybody right now. I mean, he's playing really well. That that's a guy to keep your eye on, obviously too. Just like you saying, you know, you were on, you are on the Garrett Higo beat before that happened. Is this Moronk's time? Is Moronk gonna break through? I mean, <laughs> we could have a show talk about three or four Euro guys. I don't think we've brought up one this year outside of Ludwig. Um, Nikolai. Hey, shout out to my guy, uh, my guy, Hao Tong Lee. He finished a T7 last week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was that his first tournament since that tournament last year? Probably so. He's like, I was arrested the end of the year because they thought I was gay again. <laughs> Isn't it funny how some of these guys that are playing live are, are you know, Joaquin Neiman goes and finishes T4 this Who's past T4? week. Yeah. So congrats to Joaquin. Yeah, he's trying to get into... The Masters. That's what I think. T50 is. world uh, ranking points. I think he's probably like 50-something. 50 52nd, maybe. That's what's so nuts about the kid Dunlap, man. I just can't believe that he overnight is 68th in the world. Like, he could go play Pebble Beach and be in the top 50. You know what I mean? Like, he very well could move into the top 50 for the in the world and then be exempt in these majors. With He already is, but it's crazy how... He is a top hundred player in the world overnight. Yeah, well, it's nice top to seventy in the world. Fly back to Beham to quit in front of all of his team, and like say, you know, hey, I'm getting ready to fucking go for this thing. You got to get and and golf is like different than any other sport, in my opinion. It's like if you're on a streak, like it it could go away and it may never come back. If you're like, you know, I think he's probably too much of a generational talent, but I think. There have been college golfers who, you know, for whatever reason, wanted to come back and try to win the USAM or, or this or that or whatever. 
Coy was one of them, kind of that USC kid who started popping a couple weeks ago, but he's been lost um, for like five years, just trying to figure out. And like, if he would have come out when he was a junior, stayed hot, mm-hmm. you know, you fuck around, you get your card like Jordan Spieth did because mm-hmm. he won when he was 19. He came out a little early. People were like, does he have the game for this? I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, they did, but it's easy to, it's, it's easy to get in that position with the sponsors exemptions and not get it done, such as Cole Hammer, mm-hmm. who is now on the Corn Ferry Tour. He had a, he had more fucking sponsors exemptions than I could. I was like, how, how do these, how do they, is it always just some UT rich dude who's buying them these? Because they're not cheap and they're not easy to come by. But mm-hmm. he, well. Yeah. No, I, I think you're you're right. And the thing about Dunlap, it, it essentially, he gets the rest of the season, but then he also is exempt through 2026, I think. So it's year. almost like it's a two uh, and a half year exemption. Not to mention he gets to go to fucking Maui next year, right? Um, being in the elevated events this year was the craziest thing. I didn't know that that's that it what a winner. That. Yeah. And so like, there's no other reason. I mean, it's, there are lots of other reasons. I just said them, but mm-hmm. the, the money reason is incredible. And the PJ tour is smart to lock. That's how they're going to lock in these college kids. Yeah, you're right. Been on, been on. Did you see his yes, tweet? Yes. Yeah. They got to stop giving out cards to these college kids. <laughs> Yes. Did he say that because yeah, they the were co- playing the well? College pro- well, no. I, th- I th- said it because it was like, fuck that. They don't deserve like, it. Yeah, I just fucking, I had to grind my dick no nub to get here. Mm-hmm. These kids are getting free rides from college. And he said this tweet aged well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I just, I'm going to the PGA Tour University rankings right now. And obviously you got to think that, I mean, Nick Dunlap is completely exempt already. But yeah, see, he's not even... He's not even really, okay. Yeah, he's not even showing up on this fucking thing, which is kind of funny. If he came back and went to live, that would be crazy, John. Yeah, it would. Do you want that to happen? No. I want him to to go out on the fucking, I want him to play at Pebble Beach in two weeks. Yeah, I think there's a really good likelihood that's happening. Yeah, I agree. Is Akshay going to play in every single tournament this year? I love it. He's just young and just like... Go get that money, boy. Go get that money. He's the new Sung Jay. If you got your card, you might as well use it, right? Rest is for the guys who aren't fucking in their, their bitches every week. <laughs> the bitch. <laughs> My bitch rolls with me, see? <laughs> Presley. Yeah, you want to caddy this week? Nah, because I wore that ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that lefty lumber. There we go. All right, words. What else? Anything? <laughs> no, man. Um... I hope you get to watch some golf this weekend. It's Tory. It's beautiful out there. Uh, I'll, I've been watching. I think I've watched more like just regular season golf this year than I had did all last year, though. Yeah. No, it's. I'll, I'll get to watch. I'll get to watch this tournament. Three sure. long shot winners, though. It's pretty. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, without question. I mean, obviously, I think this week takes the cake with with Dunlap winning, but. Chris Kirk, yes, two people in the league picked him. Nobody picked Grayson Murray. Nobody picked, I mean, you don't pick an amateur, but even for one person to pick the second place guy, there hasn't been a lot of money won yet. And that's why it's still great because we're all still technically in it. And all the people that joined a week later, this is why you, you still join. Yeah, you can still join right now and have a real shot at everything mm-hmm. before next week. So, yeah, get your friends in there or don't. Yeah, or don't. Leave the money to, <laughs> leave the money to words that I mine. Yeah, probably bring in some fucking ringer. Yeah. How many wins did Klaus get last year? Like 12. 
It was 12. 11. Yeah, it was like something crazy, like a third. I mean, why was he not with Tom in Vegas like every weekend? I don't know. I don't know, but it was... Because <laughs> I'd be divorced? Yeah, that's probably why. Okay, well, that's all we got. Hope you guys enjoy the golf this weekend at Torrey Pines. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.